What up, SL, and welcome to Behind the Roar, a podcast created by the Lions Roar, the South Lions newspaper. You can visit our online website at lionlife.org. That's L-Y-O-N-L-I-F-E.org. This is the first podcast of the new school year, and I'm really looking forward to talking to some of the people about certain things going on in today's world. Today, I'm joined by senior Tommy Donovan, star athlete in both football and track. What up, what up? He'll be sharing experiences with us about being a student athlete and how he handles the things that come along with it. So, Tommy, thanks for joining us on t- uh, today on Behind the Roar. Of course, thanks for having me. Um, first of all, like you play football, obviously. So, like, how's the season going so far? Like, what's going on? Uh, I mean, honestly, so like last year we had a breakout year, obviously going to semifinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year it's kind of it's a little bit different. I'm not gonna lie. It my senior year has brought a lot more pressure on. Me. Yeah, that's facts. That's like, facts. like every game in, game out, every Friday night. It's not just like I'm playing for those around me. I'm playing for those around me and like my whole city, my whole community, trying to make everybody proud and stuff. So I mean, it's like we may not have have as much talent, but there's definitely we're trying to accomplish the same thing. It's still a family. You know? It's just yeah. more pressure with it this year. I guess. Yeah, like obviously I'm on the football team. Yeah. Like, uh. Last year was super, super different because we've never done that before. It's yeah, never been done never. since like 1995 since we went to the States. And like, who cares about yeah, that? like who at, at that point, like, so like that's, that was super, like, that was like an outlier, yeah. like what we've been doing. Like, obviously, we've been good in the past, like the past like 10 years or whatever. It came but, out like, of nowhere. But like that just came out of nowhere. So like, yeah, that was super special last year. Like, are you feeling good? Like, obviously, we got East Week coming up. Like, this is, this is the week. Like, how are you feeling, like, heading into the game? Like, how are you feeling? Uh, I feel I feel pretty good. I feel confident in us, no matter what. Like, I feel like we're definitely stepping up as a team a little bit more. And some kids are really starting to, like, get the hang of it right before we hit playoffs and understand what's expected of them, even if they're a role player, you know, even if they're subbed in for two plays a drive. Yeah, I got you. I know what you mean. Or if you play both ways and you have to – make you're expected to make big yeah. plays. like it's just like everybody's understanding their like role. the expectations are high this year and, t- and take it right in one role out of everyone yeah. yeah like that brings up my next question like like playoffs are coming up after this week like how are you feeling about playoffs like are you feeling like the same thing as last year like we can make a run i'm feeling the same thing as last year i feel like we have more everybody likes to look at us like we're not the underdogs anymore mm-hmm. but there's no doubt we are we're a small supply yeah. school and once, if we make it past these uh, first one and two weeks, yeah, upset the third. Mm-hmm. There's no telling what could happen in the fourth game, and then on the way to Ford Field we go. That's, like, that's the goal. Obviously, like last year, we were 96 in the state to start the year. Oh, like this, 96, baby. Yeah, this year we like we were 25th. No, we were like 16th to start the year. Yeah, something like that. that lost our first game, but like we're still moving forward. We're looking looking ahead of us. That's in like the past. Everything's in the past. We're looking forward to playoffs. Yep. Um. So like, obviously, you are a student athlete, and like, because school comes first. That's why student comes first. Student athlete. Yeah. So like, how do you deal like with playing such a big sport and like such a big role on that like sports team and get school done with it? Like, how do you how do you deal with that? It's it's straight time management, and it's it's. It's what you make it out to be. If you want to be a really good athlete, you got to obviously put the time into that mm-hmm. craft. If yeah. you want to be a really good student and you don't really, you're not into athletics, yeah. put put your time into school, do yeah. that. So for me, I mean, I'm not the 
I'm not a 4-0 student. Yeah, smart-wise or work ethic-wise in the classroom. Mm-hmm. But I do enough work, and I push myself and hold myself accountable to have an above 3-0 GPA. And obviously, so you wouldn't be going where you're yeah, going today like you, without. You got to get A's and yeah. E's if mm-hmm. you expect to go to college for your sport. Yeah, you got you got to have both. School comes so first, man. It's just school like I mean, first. some days when you don't want to go, you don't want to go to school, you don't want to go to practice, you don't want to do your homework. That's what builds the character, and that's what yeah. makes student athletes so special is the fact that you want to go to bed after a practice, after a long workout, and you get in bed and you do an hour of homework and studying before mm-hmm. you get the sheets. All right. So, like, football is, like, your main thing. Do you ever, like, does that ever get in the way of, like, you doing school? Like, do you ever just? Yeah, sometimes. It's it's, it's not really football getting in the way, but like, sometimes I'm just, like, I, sometimes. I'll be, yeah, because, I mean, everybody has their own things that they deal with, and sometimes you got to, it's like opportunity cost. If I'm expected to deliver for the football team, expected to deliver for my teachers and my school, Sometimes you need to take some time for yourself and anything that's going off off the field. And with that being said, like, yeah, I miss a homework assignment here and there. Yeah, I get a bad grade on a test here and there because I choose not to study because sometimes I just need to take that time and not burn myself out. Yeah, but, like, yeah, I got you. I got you with me. All right, so let's let's hear the daily routine. A lot of people probably wondering, like, what does Tommy Donovan do on a daily basis? All right, so daily basis. Wake up, um, brush my teeth, you know, hop in the shower. Hop in the shower before I brush my teeth. Hop in the shower before I brush my teeth, obviously, uh, after I eat. So go downstairs, eat something healthy because, you know, you got to get ready for the day. I fish the most important meal of the day. Uh, shower, brush my teeth, go to school, walk in my first hour with a few of my buddies, counting. Uh, kind of enjoy that class right now. Yeah, is it fun? Yeah, it's it's fun with the people. I like Mr. Klasky. one of top teachers of all time. I love Mr. Klasky. I I did. I was actually kind of intimidated yeah, by her because she yelled cool. at me a few times last year. Yeah, she. Well, you were okay. I was like messing around, but I wasn't even in her class and she yelled at me. Yes. Well, okay. She cool. She's she is. We love Mr. Klasky. I love Mr. Klasky. But then yeah. uh, third hour comes along, Miss Filar. I love Miss Filar as a teacher. Uh. Class is just kind of chill, you know, film is lit, pretty mm-hmm. easy. Head of my fourth hour, got gym class with a ton of my friends, including you, obviously. Yeah, we, we be chilling in that class. Yeah, and, you it's know, class. we show Miss Martin some respect. She's going to show you some respect bag. That's that's her motto. So that class is pretty easy. This I have such a senior schedule. Yeah, that's true. That's I, true. Head to lunch, go to painting class. <laughs> Don't do a whole lot in painting class. I'm not the artist. But uh, yeah, I then you. I had a TV one. Get ready for TV two. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Next semester, and then uh, after that, football. Usually, maybe weights after after yeah. school, or if I don't have weights, get something to eat really quick. Head back to practice, watch film, and then we have weights or film. Then we have actual practice, and then after practice, get home, get calories in my body, hit the shower. And then uh, usually I'll go. Get a good night's rest for real. Well, usually I'll go lift. Oh, that's facts. A lot, yeah, a lot yeah, of times I go lift at Powerhouse because it's like it's like almost a therapy in itself. Yeah, I got you. It's like two hours you. of free time for me. Mm-hmm. That came to my next question. Like, like during football season, do you have free time? Like for like the younger kids, like eighth graders, like trying to get in this like football. At, 
the high school level? Like, do you have free time during the season? Varsity football is uh, it's a hell of a commitment. I'm not going to lie. If you, if you really love football and you fall in love with just kind of like getting in that routine of being like, I have to do this for so many months, mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts, and then it's really easy. But if you go in with the attitude like halfway in, oh, I one, have to do one this, foot I in, have to do this, yeah. I have to do this. Like, one foot in, one foot out type of thing, you're going you're gonna to get burnt yeah, out. Yeah, like being a senior point. right now, like I'm just looking back at like everything that's happened over the past four years, like playing football, like – I didn't look at it like back then. Like I didn't enjoy it as much as probably I should have because I was like, "Oh, I got to do this. Like I got to go to weights." But like, as being a senior now, like I'm like gonna miss it. Like after the season's over, like I'm gonna be like, "Damn!" Like I wish I like enjoyed I it I more when I was younger. Yeah. Like I've looked at it over the past two years more of like I only got this amount of time left, so I gotta enjoy it while it lasts. But like my freshman and sophomore year, I was like, "You, we didn't realize." I was like, didn't weird. realize how like short it actually is. everybody said it but we never took it to yeah heart. we never took it to heart so like for those, for those eighth grade kids take it to heart please yeah and just use the hell out like of my other my other brother connor like obviously went to college to play football but like he always tells me that nothing is like playing during high school one of one of the things i'm not gonna lie quote myself on it i told this to alexander stoyanovich i'm pretty sure but the words that came out of my mouth were, it's cool and all to have college paid for, going to play college football for yeah. another four years. But I will give every single ounce of that money back to have four more years yeah. playing with my best friends. And yeah. it's, it's really another like family. It's the kids you grow up with. Exactly. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like what do you do on weekends like when you got that free time? Because obviously we have practice on Sundays, but like that's later in the day. Obviously, you watch NFL football on Sundays. Like. Yeah. Uh, you know, so Friday nights, usually late nights for me, but I spend after the games is a little bit of free time. Yeah, that's chill. true. I can't really go do anything, mm-hmm. but I like just kind of relaxing with, this, obviously, you and kind of like our group of friends. Mm-hmm. But Saturday mornings, I actually wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning, go to Powerhouse, which mm-hmm. is where I work also, and – uh you know, I have a shift until one o'clock. Usually I'll get a little like back workout to get all the like lactic acids out of my body. So I'm not as sore Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then after that, figure out what my friends are doing. Spend, spend as m- many hours, many minutes of the night as possible with them as I can yeah. before I either have to go home or go to sleep just to wake up the next morning and get ready for my week. Because mm-hmm. I believe Sundays are Sundays are preparation. It's, it's prep for the rest yep. of your week. And how mm-hmm. you take Sundays is how you're going to take That's the week. That's true. Very true. Um, so like, I'm gonna go on to the next question, which is, so you're a big, you're a big name person on the school. Don't even lie. You're, you yeah. are Tommy Donovan. People look up to you, like younger kids, they look up to you. Do you ever feel like pressure that comes along with being such a big name person and known around the school? Yeah, I absolutely. Cause I mean, sometimes it's, it's different type of pressures. There's, there's everybody that I want to make proud. There's everybody that I obviously want to prove wrong who doesn't who people could not know mm-hmm. me and they judge from a distance and I want I want them to see like, hey, he's not bad. He's not big and bad. Yeah. Like let's get to know this he's kid. Just a person. Just like, regular, like seriously, like that like regular person. And sometimes I feel I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I feel dehumanized in effect of being like a jock football player or something. Yeah. And I'm nothing of a sort. I will give anything <clears throat> to help anybody yeah. at any given time. Very true. So with that being said, the people that do look up to me, yeah, those people are 
the people that I will check up on day in, day out, can text me whenever. And I literally just like when I'm going through something, I push through it for them. You yeah, know? I push through you. it for them. Um, yeah. So like you said, like a basic jock football player, like um, most people call you that. But like, what do you have to say to people who look at you like that? Just look at you like. Uh, I'm not. I'm not that. I'm the farthest thing from. Uh, I do. I do a lot of things for kids in my community and people in my community mm-hmm. that are behind closed doors that you may never seen. Unless mm-hmm. you unless you get to know me, then you don't get to see those things that I do. Obviously, you being my yeah. friend and growing up with mm-hmm. me, you you know that I'm confident yeah. in the football field. Yeah, I got you. you social You're media, confident I can be, outside the yeah, football field. Yeah, I can too. be You're confident on social media, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But there's times where it's like, hey, time to take time to take away from being all that and, and give to somebody who may yeah. not be as fortunate and put in the same position as me. So that's just kind of. Yeah, I'm gonna go off a little off script here, but like, you, junior year, you had victory day. Piper was your yeah. victory day girl. Yeah, you got her instant connection. Instant. Has cerebral palsy. Yeah, like, why do you do what you do for her? Like, what do you? Why do you feel the way you feel about that? It it honestly was a big humbling moment because. Kind of my early years of middle school, I felt less confident but more cocky, mm-hmm. and I was, I was just kind of against the world. Never really took things into perspective, and Piper really humbled me and put me in perspective of, hey, this poor girl, she's she can't really walk. A lot of people can't understand her when she speaks. She's never going to be a palmer. She's never going to be a cheerleader doing all those tricks, tricks on the sidelines. If she was a guy or maybe even a girl, shout out is Noe playing football or something, doing any sport. Mm-hmm. So that's the game after I tore my shoulder, the day after yeah. I tore my shoulder. And I was like, man, this sucks. Met her. And I was like, wow, I'm grateful that I have a torn shoulder right now. I'm going to need surgery after season because this girl fights every single day, day in and day out. Yeah. So obviously I still stay in touch with her family. They're like another family to me. I go visit Piper all the time, and I mean, I had her again. We had a blast this victory. Yeah, day, we did. You saw, but like, shout it, out Shane, yes, last victory day, yes, sir. But it really puts you in perspective, and it it grounds you. Yeah, it really grounds you. Yeah, I bet she's just as grateful as you as you are grateful for her. I hope so. Um, so like, football season's long, especially last year going. 13 games but like it starts yeah. in august <laughs> yeah it's no, so like it starts in february starts, yo, it yeah starts it starts early early it's so like like weights in february like after the season ends but like workouts for the actual season are like starting in like august yeah like with it being so long do you ever lose interest in football uh like as the season progresses no because you kind of you you find you find things that are like little outs to yeah. football like like hanging around joking around with your friends maybe you get in trouble maybe me and you get to see me after that from coach henson we don't have to talk about it but you know that's the stuff that it's like oh, in trouble right now. but fun. sometimes you gotta relax sometimes you gotta mess around a little bit like you can't take everything so serious otherwise you're gonna get burnt out workouts when we all when we're all pushing each other and it's like we see the old linemen working their butts off the big boys, big boys. then we're like yo and we're hyping them up Give They're them hyping us up. Give some donuts yeah, yeah. So, it's like you got to be there for each other, have each other's back. And it's just like 
then you're not going to get burnt out. Find yeah. like those little outs of hitting a new PR in the weight room that boosts your confidence. Running a faster 40 time, boost your confidence. Have, have a practice where you guys have a great practice and a fun practice boosts boosts everything for you. It boosts your like joy and everything. Yeah, I got you. Like, um, do you ever like so football? Obviously, those friends that you like grow up with, but like you guys are with each other from February to like the end of the season. Um, like those are your families. So, like yeah. those become your family. Like, do you have anything that you would say to like like your your teammates that you've grown up with? Like, I love every single one of you guys. I I don't care if it sounds weird when I say I love you guys every single time I say goodbye when I'm hanging out with you guys, but it's it's really just like you guys are mean more to me than you guys could ever imagine because a kid coming from a household with me and my dad, yeah, you know, just the two of us, my dad's at work a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just me living at home, running in, short conversation with my dad, back out of the house. You guys are my family. Like football. you guys go to football. And it's like, hey, this is this is my family right mm-hmm. here. It's it's different. We don't share the same blood, but we're still we're still brothers. And anytime I need you guys, I can call you. You'll be there. Yeah, I got you. So I asked you if you ever lose interest in football, like school. Do you ever like lose interest in school? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because I'm less passionate about school. Uh, football is involves a lot of my future. Yeah. Obviously, school involves yeah, the next four to six years, depending mm-hmm. on what I'm doing. But football has been my dream since I was a little kid. Like telling everybody, I'm going to the NFL, I'm going to the NFL, I'm going to play at Notre Dame. Like maybe not all that, but yeah. I'm going somewhere. And mm-hmm. it's been my dream since I was a kid to do so. And you worked your butt off for that. When I was a kid, I wasn't yeah. going around telling people, I'm going to have a 4.0 GPA. Yeah. I'm going to be a rocket I'm science go engineer. I'm going to be the next, uh, who's the maker of Tesla? Elon Musk. Elon, I'm yep. going to be the next Elon Musk. I wasn't saying that. So I'm just less passionate about it. So sometimes I just I get burnt out of it. Yeah, but you still got to get your work done. Still Obviously, do student athlete still got to make sure it. Got to do it still. You just got to do it. Like, what do you, what do you do sometimes to keep yourself focused on school? Like, what do you try to do? Uh, like, sometimes I might just have to like. Sometimes I have to go to the gym and stay up later and do my homework because if I have to be on a strict schedule of being serious at school, serious at football, serious studying, and then go to bed, there's no free time mentally there. So sometimes I go to the gym, and I'm like, hey, what's an hour and a half missed of sleep? I'm going to get my homework done after I give my mind a little break. Yeah. Or just, you know, a quick shower or something, yeah. listen to some music while you're studying. Obviously, people do all these things, but it's just, that's that's probably the top three things I have. Obviously... Um, I'm gonna get into a more serious topic right now. Uh, like athletes' mental health has gotten more serious over the past couple of years with some uh, pro athletes who've committed suicide and stuff. Um, what do you ever feel overwhelmed like with what goes on in your life being an athlete? Absolutely, it's it doesn't connect to me being an athlete that wears me out. But it, it may be stuff that goes on at home, stuff that is going on in my personal life that I carry on to my athletic yes. life. And it's just 
uh, athletes' mental health gets overlooked a lot yeah. because it's like, hey, like some people look at you like you're the top and you have everything and you guys have this big crowd watching you and you're mm-hmm. expected to just be okay, happy, smiling, yeah. hype, yelling, all that. But a lot of times it's not like that. A lot of times it's like that for two hours yeah, and then and you leave after. and it's, it's kind of like, wow, at real life hits you. Yeah, real life right. hits you. So it gets overlooked a lot and more attention needs to be brought on it before – before more stuff like that happens. Yeah. So what do you do to deal with that? Like, do you like find like a release from like the pressure or like the being overwhelmed? Like obviously football and like going to practice and stuff and games like gets you like out of like your personal life and like lets you relieve yourself. Like, is there anything else that you do to relieve yourself from like the pressure and the overwhelming, the pain? Yeah. I try, I try and, uh, I'm a big believer in learning new things. Everybody has their go-to thing, such as for me, football. Some people might be in theater that can act unbelievably. Some people may be musicians who can play the piano. So do that stuff, but try and find other things. Like right now I'm trying to teach myself how to play the guitar. It's going pretty well so far, but it's just, like I said, small outages. Like you have free time during my football mentally. And then, I have to not do football, football, gym, gym, gym. Yeah. And maybe pick up the guitar for an hour or just hang up, go get food with one of my friends mm-hmm. for 45 minutes and just yeah. realize who I'm doing it for type of thing. Yeah. And that I need to calm down and push through and relax and take it day by day. Yeah. That's I, day by day. That's day a perfect, by day. perfect example. Taking, taking everything day by day. Do you ever just, um, since, do you ever talk to people about like what goes on, like like a friends or like trusted adults about uh, like what goes on like outside of everything else? I could for sure be better at it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you're one of my, if not my go-to person yeah, when I, I really you. need it. But as you know better than a lot of people, I don't really talk about anything. I try and be there for everybody, 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 and then handle that stuff on my own. No matter how bad it is, I'll handle it on my own. And if I really need it, I'll put I'll put that ego aside and I'll be like, all right, I need help, yo. Like even if it's just a shoulder, like to yeah. lean on and be like, yo, bro, like I'm and just talk. Yeah, Seriously, just, just talk. Like talk we've, we've been there for each other. Mm-hmm. I've I know I have countless amount of people that are there, but they struggle with their own things. Yeah. So to an extent, it's different if I were to talk to them about it, but I can't put my problems on them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the problems that I struggle with, yeah, people may not be struggling with themselves. Mm-hmm. So their advice may be invalid to me. And you know, just I'm a not to not to sound like that, I'm a guy. And guys are told since they're little. Toughen up. Toughen up. You're tough. Grow up. Come on. Quit yeah. being a baby. And it's just like that kinda you see that because it's it's how we're talked and taught and it's how society and the world just mm-hmm. makes a lot of men going with the mental health of athletes because yeah. the majority of athletes are men. It makes shout out women though. Shout out women. Women athletes, unreal respect. Yes. But as well as any other sport, golf, volleyball, all that. Like yes. All the school. But going back to that, athletes' mental health, predominantly males, men getting taught from a young age not to talk about their problems, not to be soft, all that, it just kind of, it shuts you down. And sometimes when you shut down and hold everything in, 
it makes you sick. Yeah. That's where it branches off from. Like sometimes you obviously struggle with certain things. Do you have like a certain thing that you like to do? Like do you have an escape from what goes on in the rest of your life? Uh it's it's my friends. It's honestly just I couldn't I, I bring up the gym, I bring up football. But the thing that gets me through it the most is it's it's my friends. I call them my friends, but it's my number one family. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, and it's just being there with you guys. Even if you guys have to drag me out of my house to come hang out, I feel better when I'm there. Even if I am quiet, even if I am kind of upset, even if I am kind of upset, and you guys get me out of the house and I'm sitting there quietly, hood up, yeah. whatever in my own in my own mind. Just gives you. I'm surrounded by people that know me. And I know them, yeah. so I don't feel as alone as if I'm sitting in my own room by myself in my own head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. Like, obviously, so athletes, like Dak Prescott really talked about it. Yeah. After his injury, broke his ankle, was out for like his, a whole season, ended up coming back and winning comeback player of the year. But like, um, he really talked about after he got injured, like, what like really goes on in athletes lives because like obviously he was on top of the world yeah. dallas cowboys were talking millions. about he has like making millions <laughs> so many. like he's talked they were like talking about like oh dallas is going to the super bowl this year like obviously then he broke his ankle and like everything like is gone like he had nothing at that point he's crying on the field after he broke his ankle a grown man a grown man crying uh-huh so like that's like everything gets taken away from you like in that moment like like what if you got hurt like what would you like go to like what is your thing that you would go to uh i probably i'd take a minute Mm -hmm. i'd be just like Dak, and i'd be upset about it i'd be very upset about it i'd be mad at the world about it knowing me that's just how i am Mm -hmm. but then whenever i'm ready hopefully someone soon get back i'm gonna turn around and i'm gonna say i don't get back in the gym oh my foot's hurt i can still lift my upper body yeah. Oh, my upper body's hurt. I can still hit my legs. Nothing's stopping me from getting what I want. And I'm going to keep my discipline because, I mean, everything revolves around discipline. If you're disciplined <laughs> in what you do and some adversity hits you, such as an injury, yeah. such as something going on with your family, friends, <laughs> whatever, you stay disciplined on that path, it's going to yeah. figure itself out. So you have to revert back to your discipline right away. And it's not that easy. But once you get in the hang of it, you'll be all right in the end. And you just got to gotta have people, surround yourself with a group of people that yeah. will have your back during that time. Yeah, so um, you and Quinn both got yeah. hurt last year. Same thing. Same thing. Same both arm, tore your labrum. Um, but you guys both ended up playing through the rest, which you broke, tore yours in week four. Yep. Quinn tore his in, uh, what, week, week 10, 11? Something like that. Something like that. 11, yeah. So, um, like, what pushed you guys both? Like, obviously, I could ask Quinn about that, but, like, Quinn would probably say, like, oh, it's probably, like, the brotherhood, the family that we have at South Lyon. Yeah. Like, like, I just wanted to play for my community. Like, obviously, what pushed you through, like, that injury? Uh, before and, like, before, after, and during? Like, what? I mean, before I was playing, obviously, like you said, for brotherhood, for community, blah, blah, blah. Then when I heard it, you know, I met Piper. He came, humbled myself a little bit mm-hmm. and said, okay, what do I want? 
I want to go try and win a state championship. I want a college scholarship. Yeah. I want to remember this year for the rest of my life mm-hmm. with the friends that I grew up with. That yeah. is another family to me. And so during that season, I, I put it aside and I said, I'm going to throw my body on the line. Mm-hmm. I need surgery anyways. Worst case scenario, hurt it again. I hurt it again. I'm, and I went down fighting. I went down throwing a punch. I'm not, I'm not going to go out and be like, hey, my shoulder came out, going to need surgery at the end of the season. Probably, maybe should be playing, maybe shouldn't, kind of my call, and back out of it because that's not the person I am. I'm going to go down with a fight no matter if it makes everything worse. I'm going to go down for my teammates, for everybody, for my community, if it gets hurt again. And thankfully it didn't, and thankfully I had a great surgery, and it's been all good this season. Yeah. But it was really just eye-opening. It, it, it was kind of like the grit I had in saying, yeah. I need a scholarship. I need this. I want this. I've wanted this. Nothing to see in the hang, yeah. in the way of it, in my body, in yeah. the way of it. And it's just, that's just what it was to me. Mm-hmm. So last year, playoffs, first round of playoffs, Schwartz Creek, oh, yeah. you set the school record for touchdowns in a game. What was going through your mind during that moment? I mean, I scored the sixth touchdown, and I sat there and I said, wow, because Billy Porter in, what, 1994 or whatever, he has almost every single one of our records. Reckon we ran the ball 30 times a game back back in the day. Passing was not a thing, but Schwartz Creek first playoff game, and rainy, cold, wet, Coach Stalter, our offensive coach and our running backs coach, came to me and said, we're going to need you tomorrow, like big time. Told him he has me. Told the rest of the team they got me. And, you know, not your, not your typical, as a quarterback, not your typical conditions to throw yeah. the ball in. So it was just kind of go with the flow, let the game come to me. And during that point in time, after that win, I felt, I felt burnt. I felt tired. I felt sore, beat up. But deep down in my heart, I felt proud of me because the little, the little Tommy running around scoring two touchdowns in a Panthers game, walking off the field with a yeah. big smile would have been like, how did you get here? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so um, obviously the school has something special and is special. Like, what do you have, like, why do you think the school, like, is special? Whether it's about, like, the actual school or whether it's about, like, the football whole experience. Like, why do you think the school is special? Uh, honestly, I think the school is special because there's so many – different people with different talents. Yeah. And I think our school does a pretty damn good job of not frowning upon any group of students. Yeah. And that's, that's I took reaching higher class, highly recommended if you guys are invited, by yeah. the way. And that gave me a perspective being in there. 25 kids from any grade. One kid wants to be t- pilot. One girl wants to take care of animal, am, animals. An, yeah, one, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Speech, but when she's older, I wanna, I wanna be a college football player, take my football career as far as I can. Uh, the next girl next to me wants to be a doctor. There's a dude who could just play the drums out of his mind. You know, there's so many different things yeah. that go on in the school. And what I wish we could work on a little bit more is everybody go out of their way to talk to somebody. You don't have to get personal. You don't have to get to know their whole personal life. Yeah, but sometimes you never know what someone's going through. So sometimes like, uh, sometimes can, a hey would just be like good, you know? Sometimes a hey, what's your name? Knuckles in the hallway. 
as as a football player, I will do that, and I try and do that to somebody who may be in the band. Get I don't know anything about instruments besides the guitar, obviously. Get to know what got them into doing that. You know, any other person that plays another sport, figure out what their sport is. Had zero respect yeah. for cross country, freshman and sophomore year. Ran track my junior year. Humbling experience. Watch those kids run like 12 miles a day and said, wow, people who are like, oh, you run cross country. Those kids are, those kids are insane. They're athletes yeah. to me. So it's just go out of your way. Everybody's a person. You can't invalidate that mm -hmm. no matter what their interests are, no matter what their background is, no matter what, what is what. Everybody's that's, a person. Yeah, we have like so many clubs here for like kids and that's, to that's get what, involved that's what in. brings the school together. Yes. We just have so much. Dude. Yes. So many people. Um, obviously we just had red out this past week. Like obviously we had a game, unfortunately. Yeah, we lost. Yeah. Like oh, unfortunately. But uh like that whole experience, that's not just about football, like that's about like it's bigger than football. Yep, some things are bigger than special like victory day, special needs kids coming out, play some football with us. That's everyone's probably favorite moment of the year. It's it's everything. Yeah. There there are things bigger. Than football to us believe it or not and sometimes you that stuff like that makes you sit back and count your blessings and kind of like hug your friends hug your family maybe i love you to somebody else say i love you too much but you care about them a lot like anything of a sort because you never know what's going to happen you never know what life brings yeah. so the red out game talking about how uh Coach Thomas's wife died of a heart attack at 49 years old. Yes, yeah, like that. And you know, that 13 night, years strong, that, man. 13 years strong. Yeah, that night he was probably sleeping right next to her. Yeah. And the next night he probably sat there, wow. heartbroken. Yeah. And that goes to show you never know what can happen. So just care what you can about your people. Yeah, that's why. That's why I love this school so much. You know, like we get obviously we get like the big things like football games and pep rallies and stuff but like we also find ways to like celebrate the little things and like Absolutely. things that are bigger than like sports and bigger than certain things all right i'm uh i'm gonna let you go here so like is there anything else that you would like to say to the people of south lion before i let you go uh thank you for having me and if you guys listen to this and you guys catch me in the hallway and i haven't talked to you come say what's up i don't want to be an intimidating person you can talk to me about whatever you please whenever you please i'm not hard to find on social media text me whatever call me find me i'm there for you all right no matter what you do no matter who you are so i'm out thank you for having me all right thanks for tuning in, in uh into behind the roar and thank you to our guest tommy donovan i'm your host Braden picasso and be on the lookout for our future podcast we'll see you next time lions out